Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. As um, the conference wraps up here, we're in Cape Town and it's Africa for Africa Women Summit. And uh, this has been day two of the conference and all sorts of things coming through. Gender equality, a matter of human rights, has been at the center of the conversations here. I'm joined now by um, uh, Professor Ritu Devan, who is a vice president of the Indian Society of Labor Economics. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. You came all the way from India to come and join the summit. Yeah, one, South Africa is very important for us in India, yes. particularly the, in academics yes. and those who are in movements. Mm. Academics, I think, because of the kind of work you all have done. I'm an economist. Yes. So the Women's Budget Initiative, I think, which was really gender budgeting, which was started in Africa, is a huge inspiration for us. Mm. So that is one. And mm. second, of course, I think is the movement you all had is, is something very, very essential. We have, I work a lot on Kashmir issues yes. and what every Kashmiri knows, the word they know is South Africa. That's a country they know outside the little valleys mm-hmm. where they live in. And that is because of the referendum you all had and that's something they've been demanding for a very long period of time. So South Africa has been very close to us yes. in, in many levels. I was saying to you earlier that, you know, India comes up a lot when you discuss women issues. Um, women in India have mobilized in massive ways. And, Absolutely, and yes. the images have been, um, you know, one doesn't forget those images, yeah. the, the chains yeah. that we've seen coming from, from the women in India. But to what extent has that shifted what what equality there is for women in India. In fact, uh, we've had a series of movements, yes. whether it's um, women farmers or women workers, women academicians, students, separate movements and also part of the broader movements and achieved a lot. Mm-hmm. We got the right to food, we got the right to abortion and, and a huge, very long, very long list. Uh, the Anti-Dowry Act, the Anti-Sati Act, where women you know, were put on the pyre of their husbands. So we really did manage to achieve a lot. And, and, and I don't want to romanticize the past, you know, that we have achieved a lot. We did achieve. But what is happening in very recent times, in the last five or six years, is a huge resurgence of uh, a, a sort of a reversal of the rights, which we have attained over a very long period of time. And uh, in a way, a sort of a, a cultural backlash and economic backlash which has taken place, and what I call a process of de-equalization. We did achieve some level of equalization, but now a lot is being taken away from us in the name of religion, in the name of culture. What do you accredit that to? I mean, culture has been there, religion has been there, and there was movement forward. Why the regression? Huge shift, I think, in the way violence has been internalized and uh, penetrated every single aspect of our society and our economy. And uh, is, it's also what happens at the top and the change in government. I mean, I'm saying this very, very openly. Yes. And uh, their thinking is, the new thinking is totally right-wing. And what really worries us is the kind of support which the majority religion, which is represented by this government, is supporting the kind of attacks which are there on women. So you have, I mean, the increase in the number of incidents of violence against women and children, babies of two months are being raped, of six months are being raped. And I think the rape figures go up to about 300 a day on an average, which is reported. 
and there is no action taken by the government in fact if anything the last two incidents which have really shaken us i think africa had two incidents very recently and we've had these two insane incidents where the leading party or the ruling party representatives in the parliament members of parliament have raped women those women have come out with video evidences one woman her father was killed her relatives were killed she was hurt grievously in a truck accident by the legislator which is accused the second one is of a law student who has been raped again she has given video evidence but the rapists are not arrested and in fact this girl has been arrested and put into jail the victim the survivor of rape has been put into jail i think what you're speaking to is just the blatant um i mean it's grotesque you know of it's, of just doing it with bravado and and just the with machoism yes with a political strength behind yes. you yes and and with a kind of a thinking which says that women don't matter i mean they're not human beings the, the cases that come to mind um were in fact cases where the rape was a public rape yeah. it was in public Gang in a bus rape. yes and and there was this pride about the fact that we there was camaraderie around the people who committed this 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 um this act and what was fascinating for me is how a, a, an incident like that for me would be absolutely no no but there was division in society which is what is very troubling for us yeah. is that the majority is just silent and more than that is the fact and the majority is silent because the government is silent in fact that that's exactly what i was saying no legal recourse absolutely for the girls the girls are in jail can you imagine the victim the rape victim is in is imprisoned in jail and the rapists are just roaming free and they are still legislators of the party there is absolutely no condemnation at any level and it's it's not only it's it's a huge issue of violence within society it's it's not only it's of course women at a very very fundamental level mm. but also against the minority communities mm. in the name of religion in the name of eating beef i mean these are not issues of of should be in the public domain so we've had lynchings public lynchings which have never taken place in the history of india for the last 100 years you 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 innovate around difficult times like this and you guys have done that you were saying that in the education education sector for instance gender uh, studies is now you know something that people have done away with and and you've come up with innovative ways to reinclude this was another uh, uh, issue which we fought for yes. for a very long period of time and for 35 years we've had these centers for women studies in various universities there were 200 i was the president of all these centers the association which we have and they didn't function perfectly ideally but they did function mm. and we did manage to develop a lot and the consciousness on gender mm. really permeated most of the universities which we had but now there is a move to convert these into what is called family centers in the name of culture in the name of keeping uh, uh, you know women in their place and the 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 teachings which are supposed to be there in these centers is how to keep a family happy how to give good food how to look after the moving children moving away moving from, away that's yeah. why i call it a process of deequalization yeah. 
in terms of whatever which we had achieved. So we are still fighting it back. We are all united. We've had demonstrations. We're fighting it at the local level. We are fighting it at the national level. So there, there is a huge opposition to it and a support for whatever we are uh, also tending to do. But uh, it's, it's a broader connotation. It's, of course, women's issues, mm. but it's a broader issue of violence, yeah. which is, it's, it's not only the uh, normalization of violence, it's the actualization of violence and the internalization of violence mm. at all levels against all minorities, which is really taking place, and a total state silence absolute state silence by any representative of the government. I really appreciate the time you've given us, uh, Professor Ritu Devan, who is a vice president of the Indian Society of Labor Economics and travel safely back home. Thank you so much. Thank you.